Bet you never saw this coming. Whew. I don't know that I did either. Uh, this is Hannah, the Salt and Branch podcast host. Uh, when was the last episode? I think like <laughs> months ago. Um, but if you know my life circumstances, you know that. That's fair. This is fair. If you are brand new to the podcast, um, my name is Hannah. I am 28. I live in Texas. Um, and last summer, which feels like it's becoming a long time ago, but then also it's really not. My mom passed away unexpectedly, and that really rocked my family's world. It rocked my world. It rocked her friend's world. She was a Jesus-loving, self-deprecating force to be reckoned with. Um, and she is missed every day. So this project kind of got pushed to the side because, you know, I had to, like, figure out new norms and um, really take some intentional time to figure out how I was going to do life every day. Um, Because I would talk to her (laughs) sometimes all day via text at least three to four times a day. Um, And that was mutual between the two of us. She was my best friend. So that being said, if you want more context on that, um, the podcast episode before this one is kind of about the grief that I was feeling at the time in September, and she had passed in July. So it was really only like a handful of weeks later. If you want some information about that one, you can go listen to that. Um, I mean, I'm not too emotional in it, but it's an emotional episode. But this episode is finally continuing a series that I had started last summer just before my mom passed away titled Friend of God. And it's based out of a scripture in James uh, talking about Abraham. It's James 2.23, and it says, And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness, and he was called a friend of God. And I think that scripture itself kind of just piqued my interest because I was like, what does it mean to be a friend of God? And I think it sort of casualizes the relationship in a way that I don't think should diminish how insane that is. Like, I don't know that I have a good word for what it means for us to have access and be able to pray to God. I don't have a word for that. Uh, it's, it's better than good. <laughs> uh, but to, to be able to consider us a friend of his, I think may open up some of our perceptions of him, of ourselves, of the world around us, and help us dig a little deeper into his word to get to know him more as a, as like the person that he is. Uh, three in one, I don't, you know, all those things. I, I can't explain it, and I'm not going to try to. At least right now, I'm not. So if you want some context, some more context, go to episode 12 and that will give you some context for this series. I did like an intro episode. And I had some friends recently and they were like, so when are you going to go back to that series? Because like I wanted to hear. And not that I'm wonderful, but they were just sweet and encouraging. And I was like, you're right. You're right. So I sat down. I wrote out some show notes because that's how you know it's real. And I wanted to just finish what I started. I have some real goals for myself this year. I want to get published 
whether that's just through Amazon or on like a professional website, like something, I want to finish a project. I want to go from start to finish and I want to get it done and I want to put a period on it and I want to submit it somewhere. So I have like two things that I'm working on kind of simultaneously and I believe one of them will be the one that I focus on first while the other one will be just kind of this growing project that ultimately will get published um, eventually. I don't know. (laughs) So this episode is going to be one of the first things that I think about when I think, how do I become more like a friend of God? And the way that I want to encourage you to think about it is, like, what do your own friends look like? What do your friendships look like? And I would say that over the course of your life, you can look at various friendships that you've had, and you can see, like, oh, these friendships stuck for these reasons. These friendships didn't stick for these reasons. And I think when we take those characteristics and we put them onto the Lord, we can then look at seasons of our life and see when we were really close to him, oh, these things were going on. And when we weren't very close to him, oh, these things weren't going on. And the one that I want to focus on today is communication. But in the sense of what does your communication look like with him? And in the next couple episodes, I'm going to flesh out a little bit more of maybe the content of that communication. But ultimately, today I want to talk more, or this moment, whenever you listen to it, I want to talk more about um, just, just how important it is to communicate. And so I will speak on my own behalf. Before I started getting to know the Lord... And people would say things like, oh, yeah, I talked to God yesterday. And I'm like, you what? Like, what does that even look like? How does that work? There's nobody sitting with you. So are you audibly talking to a wall by yourself? Or are you walking around Target and people are looking at you like you're a crazy person because you're talking out loud to to the Lord? I'm doing air quotes in my closet as I'm recording this. You know, I'm gonna be honest. Some of that answer for me now is like, yeah. Um, Sometimes... When I am talking to God, I am literally talking to an empty room. Sometimes it's just kind of like quiet whispers to myself and not like a, uh, like a weird thing. <laughs> but it's like, Lord, what are we doing? Like, are, are you kidding me? What's happening here? Or, yes, like, thank you so much. Um, I'm trying to get better about instantaneous gratification. So even like the smallest of the smallest, if... My friend was ahead of me walking into a store, and she held the door open for me. I would say, thank you. And it would be fast, and it would be quick, and it would be kind of quiet. I wouldn't go over a megaphone and be like, thank you so much. You held the door. But I would have a moment of acknowledging thank you. Like, that was helpful. And so I am learning that since God is a part of everything, he is not not a part of something. And I can't quite explain that. But sovereign that's how sovereignty works. That when I do get a good parking spot, yeah, when I do get princess parking, there is a moment in my car where I was like, thank you, Lord. And that and that's what it is. Like, he's just not not a part of it. And I think to not acknowledge him in the small moments when we can, I think it takes away from us. I think when we take a second to thank him or to communicate with him when we're thankful for something, even the smallest of things, I think ultimately it keeps us from that constant connection to him and thinking of him and talking about him. Uh, For example, I've had friends who um, get in relationships or even myself 
And that's like all they talk about. That's because they're in constant communication with this new person. So yeah, they do want to talk about them all the time. And so I think if we transposed that onto our relationship with the Lord, could we see it as, yeah, I talk to him all the time and I'm learning all these awesome things and I can't not talk about him all the time. And that was not in the show notes. (laughs) And that's also something that I should remember about my own life. So when I think about becoming a friend of God and I think about communication, I think about frequency. I'm spitballing here. I think about frequency. I think about authenticity. I think about um, quantity. So I think of the friends that I talk to once or twice a year and though they are uh, sweet and wonderful and significant in the story of my life, I would not say that we are close. And that's not an insult. You have those friends. I have those friends. I am those. I am that friend to people. And then I think of the friends who I talk to a couple times a year, more than that, and the ones that I share more intimate details about my life with, and we're a bit more close. And, you know, maybe I would show up for your wedding. (laughs) Or maybe you would show up for mine. Or um, maybe you would find out when I was dating somebody new. Uh, That's that category. Then I think of the people who I talk to once a week. And those are the people who I'm, you know, obviously even more close with. I would say there's only like, Outside of my dad, my brother, I'd say one, two, three, five people outside of my immediate family at most that I talk to every day. Um, And those people are like sitting at the front row of my wedding. And if you didn't listen to that series, the Front Row Friends series, you can go back, listen to that, read that. It's incredible. It's on the website, saltandbranch.com, with an N in the middle, like the way you say it, salt and branch. Anyways. Those are like, those are the people that I communicate with the most, right? And so if we think of God and we want to strengthen our relationship with him, when it comes to communicating, would we not then have it look like the way we communicate with our closest friends, right? So I think of how I text with my friends and especially my closest friends. They're getting updates that none of y'all want, Um Like, here's what I had for lunch. Uh, My stomach is feeling a little swirly today. (laughs) Or, like, something embarrassing that happened. Or um, my one friend, Morgan, like, she's she's the first episode of the podcast, and she's obviously still one of my closest friends. We just call each other to, like, just say hi. (laughs) We're like, oh, just saying hi, that's all. Okay, love you, bye. If I, if I were to be more like that with God, um, I cannot imagine what my life would look like. I cannot imagine the quiet confidence that I would have in his plan for my life. And I'm learning a lot these last couple months, and maybe I'll do a series on it. I don't know. I, don't, I also don't know if I can say it without crying through it because it means a lot to me. I'm learning not to limit my life to the one that I have on earth. And so sometimes life looks really crappy. And I question God's nature in moments. 
And then I remember that my life is not limited to my experience on earth. And the story that's being told on earth is not my story. And maybe that's a hot take and maybe some of you will never listen to me again and maybe some of you won't be my friend. But I really don't think that our story is limited to earth. I think our story it ends with an exclamation point on earth and that is heaven and that is our story. And so our moments on earth, though they feel really long and they feel really terrible and I can speak to that directly when I can't sleep because I miss my mom. Um, that it's those moments where I find myself so desperate to have God himself physically in front of me. And I want to put a person to him in front of me and I want to sit him in a chair next to me and I want to ask him questions. And so for somebody to sit here and encourage me and say, well, just talk to God more. I need help to figure out how to talk to someone who's not actually sitting next to me. And I'm hoping that this is what this series, maybe this podcast does for you, is how can I personify the God that I'm getting to know right now? Because, keep it together, Harkins. He is sweet, and he is present, and he is very close. And I think of the really incredible friends that I have, and he is even closer than them. And that, bad dang near, brings me to my knees. But it's only be, I, I am only in a season where I want to share this because I've never talked to him more. And I've never had a moment where he comes booming from the ceiling and he's like, Hannah, I see you and I will bring you a blessing. No, that, that's not what happens. But there is this, when I'm talking with him, and sometimes it's crying to him, most of the time it's crying to him, um, there's a moment where my heart quiets. Um, it's like when you're driving and you let off the gas and you coast. You know the sound the car makes? It goes from, and then it just rests. That's how my heart feels after I talk with him. And I hope that helps. Instead of just making me sound like a weirdo. <laughs> but also if it does, it doesn't matter because it's my relationship, so it doesn't matter. So, if I could encourage you, and myself, because it's not, this is not every day. I am not walking around my house all day every day. Just like singing hymns and praising him and um, thanking him. Most of the time it is, Lord, I hate this situation. And I know that your character is consistent with its goodness and its sovereignty and its intentionality. And I don't get it. I try not to use the word but anymore. So it's like, I hate this, but I still trust you. No, no, I can hate this situation, and I can still trust him. And that's the T. And I'm going to keep preaching that probably every single podcast that I put out until somebody tells me to shut up. So if I could encourage you, after all that being said, could I encourage you to think about God the way you think about your friends? Could I ask you to evaluate what level of circle, if we have circles and levels of friendships, where is he at for you right now? Is he close? 
Does he know everything? And like, okay, you know what I mean by no. Are you telling him everything? Yeah, but he knows everything. He knows my heart. No, but there's power in saying something. There's power in praying something. There's power in confiding something. Lord, I'm really nervous about this. He wants to hear from us. Is he close or is he far? And if he's far, why is he far? And that's not in judgment. He's been plenty far from me for plenty of my life. And I would count it as a gift that he's not far now. Because I think he really could be if, he, if I wanted him to be. If I, I could push him away. And I don't think anybody would blame me. But take, take time to evaluate, like, where is he at for me? And then I want you to think about what do I do with my close friends that I could somehow do with him? And I bet you time comes into play. So are you spending time with him? Yeah, I have quiet time. Is that enough? That's my question. Is is that enough? Yeah, I read a devotional and I sit down with the Bible. Is that enough? Just let that silence speak for itself. Some seasons it is, I think, and other seasons it is not. For me, quiet time looks different. Sometimes that's praying and crying in the shower before work. Sometimes that's talking to him in the car. Sometimes that's sitting with my Bible and journaling. Sometimes that's just journaling. Sometimes that's listening to a sermon. Sometimes that's um, just saying thank you to him throughout the day. It looks different. Um... But it's, but it's something, and it establishes where he's at with me. Not where he's at, where I'm at with him, because I think he's always present. We're just the ones who are like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay attention to it, or I'm not going to pay attention to it. So in light of keeping these short and helpful and not long and dragged out, because it's literally just my voice, and how helpful is that after a while? I want you to, A, take some time. Think about where the Lord is in your life. B, I want you to consider how you operate with your close friends. Um, and how could that then be transferred onto how you operate with God? So if you spend an hour on the phone with your friend who lives in Kentucky, could you spend an hour with the Lord sitting in his word and just reading? Could you just be reading and not be distracted on your phone? Do you have to post it on Instagram when you do it? Um, I'm guilty of that sometimes. So, like, no shade. But, I mean, why am I doing it? Is it to encourage or is it just to be like, look at me, I have quiet time? I don't know. Depends. And then I want you to, the last thing I want you to think about, and this has been really helpful for me, is praying is talking to God. So it doesn't have to be this holier-than-thou prayer, like on your knees, dim the lights, light the incense. It doesn't, that's not what it has to be. I think if we can take a moment and remember that we have access to the God who carved the canyons, I feel like we might pause a little longer and say a little more than we did before. And I wonder what our days would look like if we saw him as the friend that he is, as his spirit, as our comforter and our companion that goes into every situation with us and guides us and encourages us and convicts us and helps us discern situations.
that's a friend. That's our that's our closest friend. And we have really great human friends, but they all fall short. And so imagine how great this friend is, who's perfect and holy. And how often do I ignore him? I mean, that's the truth of it. I I ignore it way too often. So most of the time, the stuff that I say on here is for me. So if you don't want to listen, at least it's helpful for me. Um, that's all I got for you for this one. I hope that's encouraging. I hope I left you with some action steps. Um, and I want to do something a little bit different. And I thought about this the other day, and I was like, just do it. Maybe it's weird, but just do it. Is I'm going to start closing in prayer. And I'm not going to start like praying in tongues. And if that's your thing, I love that for you. Um, but I just, in case you need a prayer and in case you don't have anybody praying for you, I will be the person to pray for you. So here we go. (laughs) Lord, I thank you for just this moment to think about you. And I thank you that you are consistent and you are steadfast and you are present and your spirit is our friend and our companion here on earth. Lord, I thank you that our story doesn't end on earth, but that you've got this really beautiful plan to redeem all of nature and creation, um, to just be as glorious as, as it once was. Uh, Lord, I don't know how all that works and I don't know what that looks like, but I do know what your word says. And so I will try to understand what I can Um, And when I don't and when I fall short, will you just put the pieces together for me? Uh, Lord, I pray that anybody who hears this, who's part of this prayer, Lord, that they would just be encouraged to draw closer to you. Would they not see you as this far distant being that I for so long saw you as, but rather that your spirit is close and it's here and it's present and and and, and you're walking with us into our work and you're walking with us into the gym and you're walking with us into our room when we're having an anxiety attack. Uh, that you're present and that you see it and that you catch the details. Lord, you collect our tears in jars, um, and I can't wait to see what you do with them. Lord, I thank you for technology and that people can hear this. Um, Would you draw us closer to you in the coming days, and would you reveal all these really awesome things that you have planned for us? Because I know that you do, because you consistently show up in my life, and I'm not that great. So I can only imagine how you show up for other people. Lord, we are broken without you. And I thank you for what you've done for us. And could we all go have an awesome day and be kind when others are not. In Jesus' name, amen.